Hello, everybody. This is Tony Ruggiero here. Thanks for tuning in, downloading, and listening to The Tour Coach. We're rolling through another crazy summer right now, another crazy season. There's lots of golf, lots of guys playing, lots of camps, lots of retreats, lots of travel. You know what that means? means lots of great content coming to you. So thank you, whether you're a golf instructor, like so many folks that reach out and listen to this podcast, or you're an aspiring golfer, somebody just loves learning about the game, loves learning about how to get better. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the tour coach because we've got lots of great content coming for you. Okay. And if you like the tour coach, you're going to love pro work on YouTube. I want to remind all of you, if you haven't seen it, go to Bushnell golf on YouTube or go to at the do sweeper on my YouTube channel and listen to watch inside the ropes behind the scenes with myself, Colby Touye, Mark Hackett, and a host of others. And you'll see what it's like to be a, player of all different abilities and watch how our team approach goes behind the scenes inside the ropes to find out exactly what the magic that your golf swing needs to pick up 10 15 20 yards or lower your handicap or get all the way out onto the pga tour it's all there for you on pro work just like it is here on the tour coach so thanks for listening we've got some great content coming we've got some great discussions some great roundtables and some great guests coming your way this summer and this season here on the tour coach and i couldn't do this tour coach without the following sponsors they've been loyal to me i'm loyal to them i think it's one of the missing things in instruction and in our world people that stick together and i think that's why we've all had so much success i've got to thank the folks at bushnell golf for their support and their sponsorship of this show my teaching as well as the pro work series vineyard vines and the folks there unbelievable they keep all the dew sweepers looking good myself as good as you can and all of the folks at our retreats and especially shrixon and cleveland golf chip holcomb eddie dry and all of the folks there i mean we couldn't do it without it it's over 20 years i've been with shrixon cleveland golf i'm not going anywhere Without that, Mason Prang and the folks over there in California take such good care of us. They've got the best product that you can find anywhere. So special thanks to Shrixon Cleveland Golf. And then finally, my good friend Mitch McConnell and the folks at McConnell Automotive, Buick GMC here in Mobile, and Buick GMC for sponsoring the radio and everything that we've been going on for all of these years. So we've got great sponsors. We've got great partners And we're going to give you great content that's going to help all of you play better, enjoy the game better, or understand how to teach it and communicate it better. Sit back, get yourself a beverage, and enjoy the tour coach. And then when you get a chance, go check out Pro Work on my YouTube. You'll be glad you did. All right. So sitting in here, this we haven't done a roundtable discussion. Jackson's going to be so mad that he wimped out, went home to bed early. But uh, we got a retreat going on down at Old Palm with Hack. Uh, Thank you, welcome, guys. Welcome, Hack. Everybody, we're here at uh, we're here at Hackett Studios, and uh, this was the first retreat that we've bought Coop to. Donald Coop Cooper, one of my dearest friends, longtime caddy on the PGA Tour, won a major uh, as a caddy, and hanging out. We've got Will McFadden with us, who just just <laughs> just turned pro. Out of Troy, down here working. We've got Blake Wisdom, who's about to play his last year at, uh, at University of Wisconsin up there. Um, what's up? we got Gail. Come on in, Gail. Gail, be in the podcast. Gail, Gail. Gail Muller's here. Gail Muller. Gail. Gail Hackett's here. Thanks Just walk. Thanks to Gail for hosting. And uh, 
And, he, and, and we got Mark Hackett, our host, as always, has the best squad and team down here at Old Palm. Um, so I'm going to start with uh, – I'm going to start by turning it to you, Coop, because this was your first time and, and staying here this evening kind of after the party. So this will make this more even more entertaining. Yeah. But um, two young of two of my really good young talented. You know how much I like teaching good young talented players, and I thought it would be cool for them to have the opportunity to go out on the golf course with you and let you take them through how you see holes and practice. I want to first get your opinion of what you thought about these young guys and what you thought about the day today. That my job may not be needed in the future. Um, they don't depend on a caddy. They don't need to. They are in touch with the game, what they do, and I was impressed by the questions they did ask. That's good. Yeah. Because seriously, they didn't know, and it was simple. You know, if there's grass between the club and the ball, no spin, going to hit the ground and roll, and just simple things that anybody can make a mistake with. But I was so impressed. I had a great time. It was fun. It wasn't well, the big deal, too, you were talking about mapping the course, though, how to right. walk the course, how to prepare prepare the golf course during because the practice round. It's a, these days, people always talk about don't see the trouble, don't bullshit. You have to see the trouble and know where it's at. That's, that's how you chart your route. You know, your route. And, and golf is about the simplest way to get around there, you know, in the fewest wax. That's all we're trying to do. We don't care what it looks like. I don't care who's impressed. We care that it's a 63. You know, and we care if it's a 75. That's what we work off of. And today I see a lot of 63s that are in their futures. I mean, really and truly. Long bombers, hit it forever, right? They got a good instructor. They got Tony teaching them the correct things. He works in correlation with a, a physical trainer that builds their body parts that are weak to make their game better. And it's just, I can go on and on how this is not just the golfer. It's a line of people that help these guys do what they do. And it's their ability to put in the hard work. And to educate, right? That, to educate yeah. how to map the golf course, get preparation. Correct. Time, just know every situation that you're going to come into, you've you got to have an answer for. You can't create an answer on Sunday at the British. For the Open Championship, and to talk about the yeah, plop of the wind and all the different. Let's let's take it to let's start with Will, then we'll go to Blake. So Will, you you've heard me talk about Coop. Both of you guys heard me over the years talk about Coop. Um, and when I texted y'all about coming down, I said, "Hey, I think this is going to be good for you." Will, I'm going to start with you. I want you to tell me a little bit about what you got from working with Coop today and kind of some of the stuff you did and how because it's a little unconventional just bringing a tour caddy in and saying you three good players go out there and spend some time together but you know some people let, think let, we're let trying him, to not work let him answer but, That's right. <laughs> go ahead well you know it's i've heard so many stories of Coop throughout the years and it's it was great to finally meet him and be around him and like like he just said he said he's his job is to make the game simpler and out there on those practice holes today, just the way that he was so certain in everything that he said just made it seem so easy. Like each shot made it seem like it was it was given that we were going to hit a perfect shot. And he that's why just, I get paid. Right. He was just, just pumping us up, telling us exactly what we needed to do. And it helps a lot with commitment, being over the ball. Like 
I do a lot of questioning, like what's the wind doing, how far do I need to fly this, and Coop's just like, it's in two, carry it five yards farther. And I'm like, okay, I can do that. And, <laughs> and they just they made did. it simple. Yes. The 15th club. Yeah. That's right. I mean, hey, but the talent that we got to see today is what people pay mm-hmm. to see in golf tournaments. You, the, you see, look, the talent's there. You were on the bag for a long, long time for Lucas Glover, won a major, and by far one of the best ball strikers ever or around, yeah, right? So you've seen, you've seen what it's supposed to be like. And as we talked tonight at dinner and things like you had a front row seat to a bunch of Tiger stuff, which yes. like that is – pretty cool right so you've seen what really good like is like and you were impressed with what you saw out of these guys and i I was this ain't podcast impressed this is truly (laughs) no bullshit impressed with the way these guys go about playing golf when i was their age i mean it was just i was praying there was a t in my bag and i mean these guys are dialed in like you wouldn't believe so it's like they are putting their work in to, and they deserve with the work they put in to have some good stuff happen to them. So, Blake, we're going to go to you. Um, we've been working how long now? I think we've been working probably seven months. I was going to say, six I was months. like, I thought it was like eight, nine months, somewhere in there. Yeah. Right? Yeah, around there. Um, I was impressed when you first came because, like, you were, first thing you were like is, I know I need to change a couple things. I want you to tell me what I need to do to get really good. And you've worked your ass off doing it. And you've seen – like what's been cool is, like, unlike some players, and, you know, you've had a couple qualifiers where you missed, but you sent me the scorecard and you're like, I played my ass off. Like, hey, I'm doing a lot of good things. Tell me a little bit about what you've been working on and talk a little bit about what you got from Coop today. Yeah, I think um, the last seven months have been super good for my golf game. I think prior to this, I – would go into like prior lessons and put so much in my mind. And I think what Tony's done has been great just because it makes it so much more simpler and I'm making my golf swing a lot more effective at the same time. Yeah. It's right. Yeah. It's not like, I think what people do is they show up to a range on a, on a daily basis and they're like, okay, what do I need to do today? And they hit one bad shot and they need to rethink. And I think that's kind of where I was before I started working with Tony and, now we're at the point where I, I'm showing up to the range and I know what I need to work on every day. And well, it's one of the cool things is like you've been coming down to Old Palm and Hack today. I'm always proud of this as a teacher because he's, I mean, like every time you've been down, Hack's kind of been hanging out, sitting in. And so he watched it. And we were, I think it was the ninth fairway today. You hit a shot and he turned, he turned right around the cart to me and said, Man, that's a lot better than it used to be, right? And like, so Hack's seen, he's seen a gazillion great golf swings. Like, when a teacher says that, you know, hey, in seven, eight months, that's pretty, it's pretty good, isn't it, Hack? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. you should be proud. Yeah, thank yeah. you. But thank it's you. been cool watching. Start turning the corner now because he's going to be in a bigger division. Right. And yeah. Today in the booth, I saw a now. gigantic step. I mean, just with a little bit of, of a posture, I mean, the slightest of moves with some pressure. Puts him in a spot where he can't can't go wrong, and that, that was amazing to see that. I loved it. Now, what'd you get out of today with Coop? Talk about a little bit about that and and the short game stuff. I know yeah. y'all 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 did some chipping over there, right? I mean, I think <laughs> being with Coop was. I'm gonna kind of build off of Will's point, but I think it was super cool. 
Um, I kind of have a story of we had our state amateur like two weeks ago, and we played a U.S. Open golf course, played Aaron Hills. And I had my buddy, Caddy, for me, who's also a college golfer. And we went out there, and we were trying to overanalyze every single shot, trying to, like, get a number down to, like, perfection where I needed to land it. And I think I would go up to golf shots and be – I would go up to golf shots and have a bunch of thoughts in my head. And I think today made me realize is that you really just need to be simple with your game. I think we were on the second hole, and mm-hmm. you were just like, all right, you just need to hit a 210 shot into the wind. All you need to do is just hit golf shots. Yeah. You don't need to change anything. Right. And that's – you know, we, we call them pretty points, pretty points in golf. You don't get them. You sign that card for how many strokes it took. It don't, you know, who cares how it looks? You are a great golfer, and you got to believe that. If you believe it, you got the people around you that will make it happen so with your mindset. So, Will, getting ready to start being a pro, or he is a pro now, what advice would you – because you've been with guys like you, – you were with guys when they turned pro, obviously with Lucas yep. forever, right? Like from what you've seen and what you've observed, what would you tell him and what do you think he needs to work on? And this is as much for me because we're going to be helping. You got, I'd give, you got to give yourself 30 seconds, maybe a minute after something you're not happy with. That's your time. You can call yourself whatever. You can cuss me, cuss the win. I don't care who you cuss. But get over it and keep on. Don't, we can't do what's, you know, nothing with the past. Can't do a damn thing about it. Just look forward and don't never get down on yourself like I ain't making any putts. Well, you're not gonna now. You just said it, so we're fucked. <laughs> I mean, do we take a month off now, or what do you want? You know what I mean? Just stay positive. Stay. Listen to these guys. Do what your physical and you know all your work in the gym because the body has to be right. And listen to these guys. And I heard sounds out there today that reminded me of Lucas. I mean, it was like they were. Hitting some golf shots. There was, there was some good. There was some and you could hear it like when we were backing up to different groups, you could hear a good shot. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And Bouncing that was pretty cool. Yeah. I like yeah, that. Yeah, T and I saw you hunched over. Yeah. We saw yeah. you in the yeah. hunch move. Yeah. You know, yeah. Game time, man. I love it. Hey, <laughs> if you can't get into that position, what good are you? <laughs> Will, talk about turning pro. What you've played, obviously, Alabama Open. Uh, what was your takeaways from it? And, like, what are you thinking? You excited, nervous, frustrated, ready to roll? I'm, I'm really excited. I think, um, like, I mean, last golf season, my last golf season in college, I struggled. Um, and between May and now, the, I've made great strides, and it's, it's really exciting to see. And um, the Alabama Open last week was super fun, had a good time, made the cut. But it, it was definitely – a different experience than anything I've ever had before. Like I found myself showing up to the golf course, like not really knowing what to do. And it was just cause there was a, a, a P kind and, of a wandering mind. Yeah, there was just a P not an A by my name. Like it said pro instead of amateur. And it just felt a little weird. And the whole week, it, everything just felt a little off. But as I got into the, the golf round, I was able to just play golf, you know, and, but, and looking back that probably, you know, was a stroke right? easily and a lot of nerve and tension on your body, which is going to make you tired. It, it, definitely, it definitely felt different, and um, I was really glad to get that out of the way, get that first one out of the way and, and play okay. Now, I obviously didn't play great, but it was good to, good good to get out there and, 
and do it, which was which was super fun. And I'm really excited for the next few months. Blake, you're starting your last year because I guess this is a COVID year. Is this the COVID year? Yeah, the extra eligibility. The, year. the extra eligibility <laughs> year. I Man, I think I'm. I think I could go back. <laughs> Coop me and Just me. wipe it off my age. <laughs> we turn 57. You, you and I go back doing a fraternity? <laughs> that would be fun. That would be fun. So you start in your last year, kind of similar to Will. So I, I think one good thing from Will is, like, he he's honest. I didn't really play great my last year, but it didn't hadn't deterred him in how hard he's worked or getting better. What are you thinking, like, what – what are your goals for this year and what are you trying to get better at and so forth? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to make bigger strides in order to get ready to turn professional. Um, I think, uh, what I haven't been able to do in probably like the last four or five years in amateur golf is be able to win. So I'm just going to try to keep giving myself chances and hopefully get it done. So that's probably a big goal of mine. But other than that, I mean, I think prior to this past year, I kind of realized that I would go into golf rounds and get halfway and maybe I wasn't playing great and would almost give up. But I think over time I've kind of realized, realized that I need to really just start pushing towards the end of rounds and, and really trying, um, because you can't really give up. And especially if you're going to do it as a job, like you always got to keep grinding. The easiest thing to do is to give up. Yeah. So I think that's the biggest thing I've learned is even if you're two, three over par through 12 holes, anything can change. It was a great player. And I hate that I don't know who it was, but, I mean, this was back a little after the Featheries. Said that, you know, when he knew he was missing, it was Hale Irwin who said this. You know, he would learn or pick up one thing from the time he knew he wasn't going to make the cut until he finished his round that would help him win the next week. Or there was a couple times he won the next week after missing a cut. And, I mean, that's the way you got to take the – your attitude has to be your professional. Right. You cannot quit. You can't give up because you're letting two people down, probably t- towards 20 mm-hmm. that are rooting for you. So just keep going at it. Giving up's too easy. I've seen it happen. It's not good to watch. Let's talk about – he said he wants to win. He's going to win. So you've been around a bunch of winners. Heck, you've been on the bag for them. You've, I know you've caddied with them in the same groups as them a bunch. And heck, you obviously that saw was the Tiger. Thing about Lucas, and it's amazing. We played Sundays with the winner that wasn't in the last group so many times that it's it was amazing. And I do think that was from a calmness that Lucas brought to the other player on that Sunday, just making him calm and what what that's my belief. But what do you think he ought to do to learn to win more? Is it something he can learn, or does he see to happen? It, you you're one bounce away from being. Great. You're one good, you know, and vice versa. One bad break in golf is nothing. You know, you're going to want to kill yourself, but it's nothing. It's one break. Right. And you're talking about a career. We're talking about keep on going, man. It don't matter if you hit the Billy Byrne in your first open championship or whatever they call it. Man, don't dwell on that. Keep going. And you guys will do fine, I'm telling you. These are, these are some good players. So, Hack, you've been around a gazillion talented players out here. What would you tell from your experience 
you know, you've watched you've watched Will down here a thousand times with mm-hmm. us, right? Been coming down, and uh, and Blake's obviously been out a lot. What would you? What advice would you give them for like start? You know, Blake starting his last year, which is basically building towards being where Will is right now. Next year, we'll be doing the same podcast. Jackson will have cooked the burgers. And, you just got some advice though: to not press too hard and try to make it happen. Right. Right. So, you know, what would you te- give advice give them, and then we'll, well start. Well, the big out. thing is preparation. You got to be put all your hard work in the beginning of the year, so you can just enjoy the moment. Right. A lot of times, they can never enjoy That's the moment. That's the hard part about their job. They have right, to work you get, harder because you during get a, the off season because you have a lot of free time because right. you may get an early, late, or late exactly. early. Yes. So you have to find out how to manage time manage management. That. How are you going to practice and towards that? Get the great caddy with your personality. Yeah, but you know, but the thing is, put the work in in the gym, and just understand like a couple bullet points. You need to become your own best teacher. Mm-hmm. Understand what your tendencies are, what to work on, couple key drills, and still maintain your short game, touch and feel around the green. Correct. Well, you agree? well, all the great players you've watched, like, I mean, Darren Clark being out there. I mean, you can go down the list and uh, Lee West, Lee West, when all these guys, right? The best pointer. Well, like what from observing them? What what was what did they do? And and like, did you ever see great players that had like lots of stuff they're working on? I mean, we were talking about this about a a LPGA player earlier. Like, they don't. The best players don't have. They're not working on lots of things. Oh, you got to have good self talk. You got to be confident. You got to believe what you're doing, and then you got to have the right team around. Yeah. You got to have someone you can lean on, but you got to keep notes. Oh, I would key. put a put a journal down either through your phone or carry a little book. Just remember when you're that the good times, the bad times. Well, I know you do that, Blake. Do you do that? And then just you can just. That's refer. why they're good, though. They've right. already That's started right. doing. Yeah, that. I used to do. You can now with the beautiful thing with the phones. You can record your lesson. You learn your tendencies. That's, being, that's, that's the big deal. And Will, every time you buy a beer, athletes, get a receipt, write it off. And you got to shake it off. I don't think necessarily you really need a sports psychologist. Don't tell Greg Carton that. Well, no, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, right. You, you, no, 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 I agree. No, I agree. I you agree. need it for off the course and on. Right. But I, mean, I think it'd be and understand what you need to do. I think the transition that they have to make when they're in competition on the weekend – not just at majors, just in a position to win. I think dealing, you know, being confident is the way to deal with that. That way it don't become an, an obsession. You don't think about it. When you're confident in yourself, those thoughts are gone. And you got to put, you got to not be settled for mediocrity. You got to surround yourself with talented right. people with the right. same goals. Who's yeah. going to bring you up, not bring you down. Yeah. I mean, Have we, they worked with Colby? Oh yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, but don't you agree? I mean, if you Call get the right people behind, you. no, he's you get the right people no, behind you. Oh yeah, you gotta have that. No matter what, that you phone do. call, you either be your parent, girlfriend, coach, but someone on and off. You have that tell calm you voice you when you're down, down and out. Who to who to bring you back to? And I think get you, you have, back I, from the, you know. Country road back to the interstate. And I think it's important to like, I mean, it's hard, but like you got to go in it and say, I got three or five years to do, right? You can't go in it and say, 
this is my I've got to get the, I got to make it through Q school by the end of this fall or I can't do it right like demands, or I'm a failure demands, right because like how many people demands in golf don't, they don't go over well right like how many I mean how many guys are out there like uh, I mean there's just there's so many of them that are so right good. like now big names like you know and they're and it took them bunch of times, so right? behind well, you need to have the resources like you can reach out and talk to coop you guys can call hey anytime so you know on you're down and out was like hey if you play this golf course or mindset or if you're down and without a doubt that is the that's a big trick deal. to golf is when the down times come and they're gonna come I don't care who you are where you're at how you handle not playing well not the search right? stay on that the same it. i'm doing fine this is okay Shit happens. Let's go shoot 61 and make yeah, the cut. That's how you look at it. If you go, I ain't doing this right. I ain't doing that right. Well, nobody's going to do well. I want to know their opinion on one thing. When y'all came here today, what, were you, what was your goal as far as what you'd like to walk away? I mean, I, I got to know what I got to present to them. I, what do they want out of this? And, you know, it don't have to be one thing. It just... You know, you got to be searching a look for some info and what, what can make you better. I can start with that. Um, I think that the one thing I was looking for coming into this weekend is, you know, just for to keep, you know, the steady plan going, going into this year. I think I, I really enjoyed being on this kind of, I guess we can say, eight-month eight plan. Now I feel like I've made tremendous strides and ball striking has gone to the roof. So I think if I'm like sticking on one plan and maybe coming in here and fixing things and making sure, maybe asking a few questions about, Hey, am I on the right track to complete this plan? You know? Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. But I think just making sure that I'm sticking to the plan and I'm doing my right things to be successful. I think that was probably the main goal. And just to get confirmation on that. Tony walking behind him and putting his finger on his left shoulder. But mm-hmm. I agree with like a whiteboard or a post-it or something you can see every day. Yeah. Just in your car, your console. A message. Just even just take an index card, put up a couple. Here's my goal for the week. I'm working on this, this, and that. You remember when well when Sergio the won the Masters, he, had, yep. he kissed me on the cheek at, in the TPC Sawgrass. Well, no, just put it but, every day. You look at something every day. Remember he, but though he he gave credit to Angela, uh, I believe that's his wife's mm-hmm. name, right? That she had put all these sticky notes of positive messages right. on his wall that week and how he kept reading that, it and, and how important amazing. that was. And I, I, I'll never forget when that article came out. Um, uh, yeah, it was, and yeah. he's impressed me from day one. Yeah. Well, you can, you can get down if you watch TV. Oh, yes. When you look at Boy, he strikes. You can, get, you can get so stressed out, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but have positive around you. I watched him as an amateur. Did you? He was there for a week, and I caddied for his dad, Victor. Hello, Victor. Amazing man, but he was a child, and jumping around just like he did that jump. Yeah. Fan, he Medina. was doing that all was around he on Augusta. No, nah, he was a little older than that. But I mean, I don't. Serge had to be probably seventeen, eighteen, and I yeah, thought yeah. to myself, this kid could win the Masters. I mean, he was just that electric, and these kids right here in front of us are. The electric they company. They have the same. Well, they're not power company. They're not going to take your money for your power. <laughs> they are damn good. What, Will? 
Coop's question, what did you hope to come? I mean, like you said, I've I've been down here. I've been down here a bunch of times and been around a bunch of good players down here and then at other places, being around Lucas before. And yep. I, I love to just – I love coming down here because I can just sit and listen to people talk. Like I can listen it's to It's a different you. environment. Though. Yeah. Like I Some can people don't like it. Some people like think you're supposed to be (laughs) (laughs) because some people think you got to be watching them hit balls Mm -hmm. every minute, every ball for an hour or two hours. But you, it's we don't do that. We don't give a shit. (laughs) I've never left one of these trips thinking like I I didn't I didn't learn anything because I'm always trying to listen to what other people are doing. Um, But for, for me individually, I was just looking for some for some reassurance. Like I said, I'm was struggling six months ago and I feel like it started to turn around and just looking for some reassurance to tell me that I'm still doing the right thing and that I can keep doing what I'm doing and keep getting better. That was the main thing. So we've, we've, we're putting this on the podcast, so it's for real going to happen. But Will's first Corn Ferry PGA Tour event, you're taking the bag. I got the bag. You this got right it. shoulder's got it on it. I'll get it tattooed on here. He's already stretching. You're already stretching. stretching. You're working hey, the bands. You're working you the bands. He's working. That time off, I'm ready to go. You ready? You ready? I'm ready to go. Bring it in back. The All fish, right, so the let's fish go. are ready for you. Wait, to now get we're going to ra- wrap this thing up with the guy who's kind of operated behind the scenes all day. Yep. All right, and he's at dinner. He's seen everything. He, but he's seen it all. Everything. Big Al. Give, let's give Big Al the mic. Give, well, I'm a, yeah, give Big Al. So, Big Al was he played we played college golf together at St. Mary's so along with Emilio Gonzalez and way before Emilio way before Emilio and obviously been one of my best friends forever and and he just he just came out this week to hang out we're gonna make him do a little work with Aaron tomorrow to get moving and we're gonna get him uh and watch him hit some balls and hack you've got to help him with the chipping but so Big Al like you've known me forever he's also the dew sweeper LLC, what do they call the chief lawyer? A general counsel, but I'm yeah. actually not your general counsel. But no, no he's um, going to be. Not, see how he went legal there? All of a sudden, he wanted to disclaim that. I'll be anything you want me to be, but that. <laughs> What'd you think today? First time hanging out with us. First time you've seen me teach in a while. What'd you think? This will be was, probably the most intelligent thing. This, said this will likely be the part that's cut from the podcast, is my guess. That's why we went last. We're already done, so nobody will hear this part. But the I think the the thing that's most was most impressive uh, or made the biggest impression on me was just the difference in the teaching style than than what we've had over the years, and and, and maybe even. Maybe you might be even doing something different than than even other people are doing. But I just I just think back of the way we used to be. We were taught, you know, thirty years ago. You 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 get a lesson and like, hey, you know, uh, take it back a little more inside. You do that, you hit like seven balls that way, and then they kind of figure out like, oh, well, you know what, do this. It's kind of tweaks with your swing. And I thought it was. when I was and I was watching mostly the full swing part, so I know Coop took him out. And and by the way, uh, really impressive group of people you have. Very good golfers all along the way. Um, but the the part I was watching was the full swing. But so different was that, and I and I know that we now have where we look at videos and and so. But even when I've done that, it's like okay, well, 
swing and we'll watch a few videos and we'll compare when you've done one to the other. But but what I saw today was really different, and I've kind of started to pick this up, that this is kind of the trend that's working towards. And it's broken down so slow that it's it's amazing. Yeah, the, the, it, it, it is, and you can stop all parts of the videos and they match up with one shot to the next, and you can, you can match them really well. But the thing that was most impressive was really that when you saw a swing, you would look at the video and you would tell them, instead of saying, take, the, take it back inside, you would talk about the, the body movement and then you would work and, and Aaron would work on the body movements. And the, the, the golfer wouldn't hit a ball for five more minutes. They're in there working to feel what it felt like to make the right move. And then eventually they would start hitting it, and then you could compare the different swings. But it was we, – we had people doing full swings, and they didn't hit that many balls for you to figure out what was going on. It's, it's, it's getting the, the feel of the shot the way we never looked at before. And I thought it was impressive. You have a bunch of young, really, really good golfers that were here. But one of the golfers you had here was – is not – quite all right maybe he's our age but um more experienced and he stopped and i don't remember the question he asked exactly and he said no i'm really serious i've been taking lessons for years and years and years why have you shown me something within five minutes that i felt a part of my body that i'd never felt before how did you do that in the lesson and that's the difference really it's the the body movement nobody's asking or answering anything i'm just talking along and we're going to cut all this i'm sure no, 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 this but it. but really you're the general counsel you got to defend us i'm not anyway. the general counsel i, I <laughs> but need you to get us out of prison so I, i'm a civil lawyer not a criminal lawyer coop i would just advise you, you not to get in trouble that way i can find you a good criminal lawyer <laughs> but it's really it's it, it and tony i'll tell you it really was and I just sat there just in awe, just watching partly really good golfers swinging. And I'd watch the shot, and I'm like, there's nothing wrong with that. And then you would you always start slicing and dicing. And it's like, oh, wait, they actually they, they did have a little bit of that, that yeah, they were pulling out a little bit, or they were doing this little thing. When you get to this level, the, it's, it's so small. But the other part is you weren't giving them, like, seven different things to work on. It was really a, a body movement, mostly, that you were, you were trying to get. So that's... Well, I think very you long answer to your very I think short I, question. I mean, you. I think you agree most. I mean, we come at things different, different directions at times, which is why I really enjoy coaching with him. Is because I think I get sometimes probably too pivot oriented, and like just because it works for me, and turn and then as far as the middle right, of the body you know, and just turn your body. And sometimes, like I think I almost not on mistake, but like I just overlook something that probably be pretty obvious, and he's. He comes at it way different sometimes, and you walk in and you just go, "Oh, hell, <laughs> do this you know, right," and then you're like, "Well, what the hell? Why did I not?" You know, a golf teacher growing up, if you took a lesson, if the ball went left, he'd say, "You took it a little inside, didn't you?" Right. And I'm like, "Well, I don't really know, but I get yeah." And <laughs> yep. you know, you'd cut one, and he'd go a little across that one, huh? I guess, you know. <laughs> so you were your teacher telling him what you did wrong. It was like, what the hell? But it, today, I mean, 
It's, it's an art. It's, it is, and, and I think the first part was the video, that you could always watch it. But the teachers were still teaching the way they taught before, even though they could look at it on video and slow it down. They'd still say the same things, like, yeah, you came across that one a little bit. Don't do it next time. Right. But they weren't telling. And, then it, and, and, also, and a lot of people will be like, what's well, in the setup? And I get that part, too. But, but I think what I saw today is it's, it's before the setup. Way before. It's, it's the body movements and the motion and the, and the strengths to, to be able to make and the stability, shot. stability, yeah. Yeah. Well, the recovery from injury and being, you know, more balanced. You know, you can do a lot of stuff. You brought it best, you know, talk about the open with Kepka. Yeah. We need walked out. Just yeah, walked out. You, know, you see him, he walks out, he hits like 10 balls. Make it a big deal is going to be no, a big deal. No, remember back in the day, you had to do it to warm up. But now yeah. they know they can get their body warmed up. I used to watch Carlos Franco, his warm-up at, at, uh, at San Diego was he would walk to the 10th tee. <laughs> that was his warm-up. And I'm like, who does that, Carlos Franco? I mean, whatever it takes, you know, do it. And seriously, just believe. If you believe this is what it's going to take and you stick to it, it'll happen. All right, last thing before we close this out. Give us one good caddy. Who's your, who is your favorite person to always? Fluff. <laughs> I didn't even let you finish. It's Fluff. I love you, Fluff. <laughs> Miss you, brother. <laughs> he's the best. Oh, he's the best. Always a helping hand. You throw my boy HD under the bus? Love HD, but Fluffy's a little older. you got to give the... I'm up there too in age, so let's give it to the older guys. Buff, buff, good, baby. He is the best. He's the best. Yes, sir. Still going strong. Better than me. Good player. Better than I. People don't realize he's a Fluff. good player. He, I mean, he knows where his golf ball is going. Not how far, but he knows where it's <laughs> you going. You can't see it. Well, the older you get, the further you right. it. <laughs> guys, <Our> thanks. <laughs> Coop, thanks for hanging with us. I think we'll do one of these again tomorrow night. Have you on multiple times. Hack, thanks for everything. Appreciate you. Blake, Will, we're going to have us a good year. Big Al, thanks for coming down. Appreciate it. And we're not going to edit Big Al's parts out. He's too good. We'll see you in the fairway. I hope you enjoyed this edition of The Tour Coach and this conversation that we brought to you about playing, learning, and teaching the game of golf. We'll be back next week with another edition of The Tour Coach. In between now and next week, make sure you follow us on our social channels. You can always find me at the Dew Sweeper on Instagram or go to our YouTube page where you'll see a scene and a video from my teachings daily on our YouTube channel. You can find that by looking up Tony Ruggiero and the Dew Sweepers on YouTube. Until then, make sure you follow and check out everything Tour Coach and all our sponsors, Shrixon Cleveland Golf, Bushnell, Vineyard Vines, and Buick GMC. I'll be back next week to help all of us appreciate, learn, and enjoy the game of golf.